It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. It's yours, boys and girls and babes. Let's go! Welcome to the Locked On Capitals podcast. My name is Amy Rothenberger, and I'm your host. Get ready to rock the red, unleash the fury, and cheer in all caps. Now let's start the show. It is a great day to talk about hockey, and on today's roster, we've got a wrap-up of the Philly game from the weekend. We've got a preview of our game against Buffalo tonight. But first, some news. Hey, what happened? The National Hockey League today announced a snow day. It is March 15th, and the weather around here in D.C. has been practically summer-like for the last few days. But the game scheduled for tonight between the St. Louis Blues and the Los Angeles Kings had to be postponed due to weather conditions in Denver that prevented the Kings from flying to Los Angeles following yesterday's game against Colorado. So the snow is still getting in the way. But at least the COVID isn't, at least for the time being. Saturday against the Philadelphia Flyers, oh, captain our captain, Alexander Ovechkin, scored his 716th career goal and fired four shots on net. Those four shots moved Ovi past Yarmir Yager for the second all-time on the NHL shots list at 5,639. He now is 570 shots behind Hall of Fame defenseman Ray Bork, who has 6,209 and is in first place. It's a record that he'll likely own if he chooses to play at least two more seasons in the NHL and stay on, at, or near his same shots per game pace of 4.8. All-time, Ovechkin owns six of the 21 most prolific shooting seasons in NHL history, and the only player to ever shoot more than Ovechkin during his career-high shooting season of 2008-2009, where he had 528 shots, was Phil Esposito in the 1970-71 season with 550. Last but not least, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman and Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly 
met with the media on Thursday to reflect on the one-year anniversary of the NHL suspending its 2019-2020 season due to the coronavirus pandemic. They celebrated the league's accomplishments during that time and looked forward to the future. Quote, We completed a CBA extension, we negotiated a new U.S. media rights agreement, and we signed 13 new corporate partners with the league. We created new assets, the helmet decals, the virtual slot ads, the division sponsors, to help our clubs retain $100 million in revenues. Gary Bettman said that the temporary helmet ads, which were previously reported as only a one-year experiment, are likely here to stay, which we probably saw coming. Quote, Obviously, certain sponsorship opportunities we unleashed into these unique circumstances with empty buildings, such as tarps and bigger signage behind the benches and the edge wrap, that doesn't work when people are in the building. So the focus, by definition, has to be on the virtual signage or the virtual placement on the blue line and the helmet stickers. It sounds like he's combining the both of those as sticking around. I think it's more likely than not we'll continue to see those. It doesn't necessarily mean we're on a slippery slope, but in these challenging times, particularly economically, we've been focused on doing the best we can in terms of league rules and what opportunities financially can be presented. We did. Don't hold me to these numbers. This is still Batman talking. The new opportunities this season we presented clubs to provide their business partners with over $100 million in total value. Based on the economic climate, that's not an insubstantial number. That's not insubstantial in any climate. I think we're going to take a really big look at it, but the helmet stickers haven't been a big distraction at all and are effective from an advertising perspective. That, coupled with slot virtual, I could see moving forward. The NHL first announced ads would replace team logos on helmets in late December, and the decals were positioned on the left and right sides of the buckets. TSN's Rick Westhead tweeted, quote, An NHL exec told me teams don't consider this newfound money. Helmet ads will be given to some sponsors as make goods for empty buildings. So, that's kind of interesting. And, you know, the slippery slope that Bettman referenced there was, of course, to seeing maybe ads on jerseys. I'm not sure that that's going to be a thing anytime soon if they can possibly help it. I know that there were enough fans that were against the helmet ads and probably still are. To me personally, they don't make much of a difference. But I think there would really be some blowback, especially from fan bases, if there were ads placed on jerseys. But we'll see as things progress. And we'll see what kind of revenue they can continue to make from these helmet ads and the virtual ads that Batman spoke of. Up next. We're going to wrap up a not-so-exciting yet kind of exciting game against Philadelphia from the weekend. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com 
slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hey, it's March. It's the middle of March, and it's only a few days until March Madness is officially underway. And the Locked On Podcast Network has their own brackets. And you can join our bracket challenge at ESPN.com. There is a link in the show notes for today's show. Please go and click it and take your shot at our bracket challenge. Let's talk about our game against the Philadelphia Flyers over the weekend. Cats win in another nail-biter, 5-4 to four, in regulation over Philadelphia. They are now 4-0 and oh without Tom Wilson, and that means that half of Tom Wilson's eight-game suspension is complete. We had goals from Daniel Sprong, Carl Haglin, Alexander Ovechkin, Nick Jensen, and Nick Dowd. Big Nick energy there. Brian Elliott was pulled for Carter Hart, who was still said to be on a reset by Alan Vigneault before the game, after he allowed two goals on seven shots. The Flyers really are doing something with their goaltending tandem. Not sure what it is, not sure what's gotten into Carter Hart, but even he couldn't pull it out after Brian Elliott was pulled. Speaking of being pulled, Eller, Lars Eller, came back to Philly from D.C. where he went to attend to a family matter and missed the previous game against Philadelphia. And he played for about a minute and a half before he left the game with a lower body injury. And for now, Laviolette says he's day-to-day. Word is it is a potential hip flexor strain. That word is from Twitter, so take it as it comes. So it could be a few days, it could be a few weeks. Let's keep our fingers crossed for the Tiger. Now the big question after this game, where we seem to be up by two goals and then not several times, is what's going on with keeping a lead and what's going on in the second and third period? At the beginning of this season, we had trouble starting games. We had trouble getting off to a good start. We had trouble scoring first. We seem to have fixed that end of the problem. However, now the opposite end of the problem is showing, and we can't seem to hold on to a lead without at least a lot of nail-biting from the fan base in the meantime. And both Nick Dowd and Carl Haglin were asked about this. I'm first going to quote Nick Dowd. We're actually doing a really good job of starting the game. Good job, Nick. Which actually, at the beginning of the season, we did a poor job of starting the game. And then we'd have to battle back a lot and we'd finish the game strong. Whereas right now, I think we're starting the game really well. I just think that we take our foot off the gas a little bit, back up a little bit, and play on our heels. And there's some situational stuff. Obviously, a power play goal against. We try not to take penalties, but it happens. And then the six-on-five goal against but I'm sure we'll take a look at it and tighten it up from here on out. Our friend Carl Haglin said, quote, I think we've done a good job of coming out with a lot of energy each game and to be able to score that first goal, and you can see we're doing a pretty good job defensively. Obviously, in the third, we're giving up too much, but just overall, we feel we have a lot of confidence in our teammates and our line mates that they're going to do their job so we're not putting two guys on one guy and end up on the wrong side of the puck. Overall, we trust each other, and that goes a long way. Does it, Carl? Does it, Carl? Because what I'm seeing is, while they may trust each other, I'm not sure that Peter Laviolette 
trust certain members of this team and certain lines on this team as much as he probably should, i.e. pulling out Daniel Sprong and replacing him with Connor Sherry on the second line for a lot of the second half of the game. I Verona's ice time is still down. I'm not sure... Again, I've said this before, but I will say it again. I'm not sure if it's a stamina thing or a mental thing or a combination of the two. I think it's the latter. I think it's a combination of the two. I think the mindset is, oh, we have a lead, so we're going to play like X. And X is short for excrement in this particular equation. And I also think that... Again, we've got a lot of older guys on this team, and perhaps Laviolette is not deploying them in the way that they should be deployed in certain game situations. We'll see how it goes tonight against Buffalo. Playing against a team like Buffalo is the proverbial trap game, and we're going to talk all about that next. We have been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing Low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, incredible-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. I told you about our March Madness Bracket Challenge from the Locked On Network. Well, that's not the only bracket challenge that's out there. March is also Built Bar Madness. And today's matchup is between... Toffee Almond and Mint Brownie. I'm telling you, it's a no-brainer there for me. I've never liked anything toffee-flavored. I've never liked anything almond-flavored. So it's Mint Brownie all the way from your intrepid hostess here. But if you want to vote, if you think differently, go out to BuiltBar.com or to Built underscore Bar on Twitter. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar in Built Bar Madness. So speaking of March Madness, one of the ways to get in on it, and aside from just going ahead and filling out your brackets, is making it interesting, placing some bets. And Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football, of course, is over, but we've got the NBA, college basketball, and of course the NHL in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards. The Grammys were last night. Did you put any bets down on that? TV shows and reality TV. You'll get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with a promo code LOCKED ON. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips insights and analysis for season-long dynasty and dfs leagues breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition 
Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast wherever you get podcasts. There's a Caps game tonight, and the Capitals play the Buffalo Sabres. The Buffalo Sabres, who are last in the NHL. The Buffalo Sabres, who are 0-8-2 in their last 10. The Buffalo Sabres, who will not have Jack Eichel playing for them. The other thing to keep in mind is that Lars Eller is still out and still day-to-day with his lower body injury, and Peter Laviolette will be playing 11 forwards and 7D, and Trevor Van Riemsdyk will be that 7th defenseman. Let's see if he plays more than 28 seconds of the game. Phil Esposito might want to tune into the game tonight, and there's a good chance that the Hall of Fame sniper will be joined or even passed by Alex Ovechkin on the all-time goals list. Phil Esposito is in sixth place with 717 goals, which is one ahead of Ovechkin. The Capitals are 17-6-4 and and currently in second place in the Mass Mutual East Division. The Sabres are 6-16-4, and and as I previously mentioned, in last place in the NHL. Ovechkin is a point-a-game producer against the Sabres. He has 54 points, 33 goals, and 21 assists in 53 games. 14 of those goals have come in Buffalo. He seems due against the Sabres. He has three points, but no goals against them in the three games that they've already played this season. Early last month, the Cats were scheduled to come into Buffalo for a pair of games, and those two contests would have concluded the road portion of their season series with the Sabres. But Buffalo came down with an outbreak of COVID-19, and the Caps came up with a sudden week-long gap in their schedule. Tonight, the Caps are in Buffalo to make up one of those two postponed games. They will go back to Buffalo on April 9th to make up the other one. This is the finale of a three-game road trip that concludes a stretch in which Washington has played eight of nine games on the road. This game also starts a set of back-to-back games, and tomorrow night, at home, they will be hosting the New York Islanders, also affectionately known on this podcast as the New York Brooklanders. Each of Washington's next six games will be part of three sets of back-to-back games, so there's a lot coming up. They're going to be seeking their fifth straight victory. In winning eight of their last nine games, they have sandwiched a pair of four-game winning streaks around a single loss in Boston on March 5th. That was a stinker of a game, but that was where we got to see Nicholas Backstrom's 700th assist. They've been rolling on the road as of late. They won seven of their last games away from Capital One Arena. They had the best road record in the NHL since the start of the 14-15 season, and they have .714 points percentage on the road, which is fourth best in the league for the 2021 season, and the best in the East Division. They started the season in Buffalo almost two months ago. They took a win in a back-to-back game, a set of games on January 14th and 15th in Buffalo, they won by 6-4 to four and 2-1. to one. In the three games against the Sabres in Washington, they are 2-0-1. With the offseason addition of Hart Trophy winner Taylor Hall and a few other key ads up front, it looked like the Sabres were poised to take some strides forward this season. 
But they have not made good on that promise. They have never really taken off this season. They've won consecutive games only once in the 2021 season and have yet to do so in regulation. As it enters Monday's game against Washington, Buffalo is in a 10-game slide, which I mentioned at the beginning, 0-8-2. It has been outscored by a combined total of 39-17. to As I also mentioned earlier, they are playing without franchise center Jack Eichel, number one netminer Linus Olmark, top four defenseman Jake McCabe, and rookie forward Dylan Cousins, among others missing in action for various reasons. They'll be looking at their first victory since February 23rd, and their first win on home ice since January 30th. Their lone win in regulation on home ice was a 3-2 win over the Rangers on January 26th. As I previously stated, this is the proverbial trap game. And those of you who have been around the Capitals long enough to know, know that sometimes the Capitals play down to the level of their opponents or play up to the level of their opponents, depending on whether or not it's a day that ends in Y. And considering their gameplay habits of late, what I really do not want to see in tonight's game is a game where we get off to a great start, go up by a few goals, and then manage to lose the lead and yet win the game once again. Let's see something a little different. Let's see a blowout. A blowout by the Capitals, of course, to be specific. Let's just hand Buffalo a loser sandwich. It's possible this team has the skill to do it. Buffalo clearly does not. Maybe let's make this the game that gets Ralph Kruger fired once and for all. Because if you're a Buffalo fan and you happen to be listening to this, that's all you want in the whole wide world. And if you're me, and I am me, so I will tell you, I really feel for Jack Eichel. He's been in this position far too many times already. Yes, he's out because he's injured. But he's stuck on a team that is going absolutely nowhere and is wasting his talent. Same goes for Taylor Hall. Maybe getting a new coach in there will improve things. It can't get much worse than it already is. So let's do this, Capitals. Let's go in tonight. Let's make this the game that gets Ralph Kruger fired. That's my bold prediction for tonight's game. And I, of course, will be back again to talk to you about it on the next show. Until then, please remember to rock the red, unleash the fury, and cheer in all caps. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you just listened to, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and give it a rating and review, which helps others to discover it and join our community. Follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnCaps. Follow me on Twitter at Amy Rothenberger. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook at Locked On Capitals. Send me an email, lockedoncaps at gmail.com. I also have another hockey podcast where I swear and I yell a lot with my friend Julie, but it doesn't happen daily or even weekly. You can find it on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. Our intro and outro music is by Peter Hassett. 
Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.